This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Highway on my podcast with Rocky Mayur and Abhinandan. We're back. We're hungry. And we're back on Highway on my podcast with the two biggest men in Indian food and travel. Also with Woo-hoo! us, Prashant Sareen. Hello, Prashant. Hi. Hi. You were not here for the Nagaland episode because you did not come with us to Nagaland. And the reason I gave to our audience was that... Your family said we refuse to let our uh, <laughs> let our beloved Prashant go for like a twenty-four day trip, and Rocket Maru's household said please take them, and if you can, don't get them back. I'm Abhinandan Sekri, and we will be taking you across Tamil Nadu, my motherland, where my mother is from. So it is special for me for that reason, just like Punjab was for another reason. So where all will be going, Rocket and Mayur? Where across Tamil Nadu will we be driving? So today uh, we're going to cover. Uh, we're going to try to cover Chennai, Dindigul, Pondicherry, Udagamandalam, Kodai Canal, Madurai, and a place where you find halwa. Thiruvan. Thiruvan Valley. That is where my mother is from. So th- that's the only reason we will go there. But that is no wonder you are so sweet. I mean, Nandan, you are from Thiruvan Valley, where the Hamshi halwa is from, or the Karachi halwa. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Karachi halwa. That was elsewhere. we will get there also at some point so um, why don't we start prashant why don't you start for a change and tell us your a driving experience of chennai and madurai and the rest and when you got arrested and put the shoot into jeopardy at the minakshi temple <laughs> uh, driving is a is a pleasure in the south you know it's uh, everyone knows the rules and they they just follow the rules it's just in their dna just like in the dna of the north indian it's always ke acha left se jana hai to wo right se jayega you know it's, so uh, it's say, just, as long as you are the only one breaking the laws you are very happy with it yeah it? yeah yeah absolutely but the, we are very careful when we were driving we were very careful after all i was driving superstars sitting in the vehicle and a, a star director in the front so i had to be careful <laughs> but of course and, and the then, budget didn't allow for any medication except for a bandaid and i would have had to pitch the head myself off. you're absolutely right i would have had to pitch on myself no budget for that in the production yeah yeah budget if so, you had banged the car and our head would have been cut off you would have put one bandaid on mayur's head and one on mine and put us no we would have had to share <laughs> no dude <laughs> half the bandaid is the rich people show yeah. the one with the other chef ask you would have shared we would have cut the bandaid in half and said ye aadha tera ye aadha tera in the medicine box we had only two bandaids one for the two of you and one for the others now apparently back then you weren't allowed to shoot at the you still probably aren't at the meenakshi temple which is a stunningly beautiful temple and Prashant was there shooting, and then someone came up to you and said, "What?" In all honesty, I didn't know. You know, I mean that you were not allowed. I mean, why would somebody not allow? I don't know what is and it. It's not like you were inside. You were outside. Outside, exactly. You know, in that periphery that they have. You know, that little area that they have outside the temple complex, and they would just stop you. And I really wonder why Hindu temples are so, you know, tense about a camera. What is it? What is it really about a camera? You know, you you go into any masjid, you go into any. Para, they don't mind cameras. You know, they're happy. Even if, even you can take cameras into the Vatican, yeah, for all you care, for all they care. So um, I don't know why this is the case, but anyways, this this guy from obviously the temple administration, he came and he sort of he pushed me a little and he said that uh, no camera, no camera here, no camera. So I mean, you know, it's just like from when you're from Delhi, you're just used to aggressive people. So I I sort of I leaned into him a little. 
and I said, Slightly, I don't know how his nose was bleeding afterwards. <laughs> so you leaned so into him, little... he leaned into you. There was a moment, eye yeah. to eye, and the, of... and the lovely smell of the Mallipu flower. Then he said, Sir. Then all of a sudden, he took his nose and he hit it into your fist really hard three times. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that. But then he, he cleared off. But he went and obviously reported me to the police station, which is right next to the Madurai temple, the Minakshi temple. And then like good people from Delhi, you know, you pull strings and you get by. So, which is exactly <laughs> what? what we did to cut a long story the, short. The police so, didn't arrest you and beat you in the police station? No, no, no they, were, they were very decent. They very civil. Very but civil. Once, you, once you've been from Delhi and UP, nah, then all cops are lovely. Yeah, yeah. Now, Rocky, why don't you start by busting the myth? That all people in Chennai are like my mother's family and veggie. Bust it properly, like yeah. a Sardar can. That was a I don't have to bust it, man. Chennai, I mean, the whole of Tamil Nadu is on the coast. Chennai has beautiful beaches. Thousands, hundreds of thousands of tons of fresh fish lands all across the coast of Tamil Nadu. Every day is consumed. Hundreds and thousands of goats and sheep walk down from different areas in the center of Tamil Nadu, down the hills and are consumed every day. Hundreds and thousands of larger animals are eaten all across. I mean, if the if anybody loves their non-vegetarian food, it's the Tamils and the people from Andhra. These two people really enjoy their meat. And what a party it is in Tamil Nadu anywhere. I mean, anywhere you go, the, the non-vegetarian food is totally fantastic. And you know, for example, that Anjappar place, I don't know if you guys remember this really mm. nice restaurant chain. Those days, it used to be the big one. Tamil, this is in Chennai? In Chennai. Nagar or someplace we had gone to that one. Right? There are so many other, uh, yeah. there are a lot of new chains now that have very, very good food. But in those days, Anjapar used to be the big dog. And, you know, I mean, the crabs, yeah, the Nandakari. Nandakari, I think it was. Nandish yeah. crab, I think, as far as I know. And listen, please, all of you listening out there, please forgive us for the accents. We are from the north. Our accent is bad. Our Tamil accent is bad. Our Malayali accent is bad. Our Kashmiri accent is bad. Our Haryanvi accent is bad. Even our Hindi accent is bad. Even our Hindi accent is bad. Our English accent is bad. English ki to baat hi mat karo. Bosa chodi do. But still, if you know what we've been doing to English names, you'd be very proud of us listening to our Tamil. It's much better than our English. But so you know, people eat a lot of meat in Tamil Nadu. I mean, they love it, and it is fantastic. And every evening. You know, you you you'll see all the kebab and the non-vegetarian places are absolutely chock-a-block. After people have had a couple of drinks, they're out partying, and you know it's a nice place to be in the evenings, especially Chennai. They also like to drink, which which was another big revelation. I mean, you just think South Indian, hai, mellow hoga, yaar, <laughs> Oh, dude, the kind of drink. Prashant, why go far? Let's start with our own cameraman, Choku. Oh yeah, my God. he could pack. But I I would like to make a special mention before we move on, and Mayur, please tell us about the breakfast because my favorite breakfast are in Tamil Nadu. I think it is the most healthy. Filling after that breakfast, I didn't have to eat anything all day other than Britannia cakes, and I, if I didn't even eat dinner, it was fine. Uh, I would like to talk about uh, Hari. Hari was part of our crew who was also uh, driving us there. He was the local driver because Prashant was driving one car, Hari was driving the other. Many of you, Homp supporters, I think it was a tsunami when Hari's whole thing got destroyed, his cars and yeah, his home. So when the first time he went to Tamil Nadu, Hari was a driver for somebody and he had come as the driver of that car. By the time we went there, the last time, Hari had three of his own cars. He's an amazing guy. He is a hardworking guy and which is why he strikes out. I mean, he stands apart and also some drivers we had in Punjab and, and, and uh, Haryana. 
I don't want to get into too much bitching because I already said that the Assam and Karnataka really need to step up their game as far as wanting to reach anywhere and working hard is concerned. But Hari was bright, smart, hardworking, intelligent, and everything got wiped out. In, it was a tsunami, right? When when uh, I think so. Yes, we did you know. a fundraiser for him, and we did a fundraiser for him. We put it on Facebook, and a lot of you high on my plate watchers. I put up photographs of Hari that this is the guy. He's taken us all across the south. Starting from Chennai, all across Kerala, Andhra, and you guys contributed and rebuilt his life. We got both his vehicles back. Uh, I mean, we raised enough money for him to uh, put it back. That is what a community can do, and that is all a community of people who are hardcore hompers. And we put it out then, the four of us and many of you put Hari's life back on track. Now, before I move on from Hari, just want to tell you one thing: Hari was not interested in what we were eating or what we were shooting. Every time he got into the car. And um, the later times, when you know he was in the car and Rocky Muir and I were in the car, he would say, "Niko sir, why you not get married, sir?" And he was very excited that my mother was Tamil, so he'd start talking to me in Tamil. I'd say, "I don't know Tamil." So tell Amma, sir, you already married. Rocky would say, "Hari sir, Niko sir like boy. You cannot get married. If you know nice boy, get boy." <laughs> and here's Hari. No problem, sir. I am not judge, sir. I am not judge. What you like, sir? We will get. Amma happy, I happy, sir. <laughs> what an amazing guy Hari is, man! Wherever he is, God bless him. He has taken us all across. So, Mayo, sorry, go ahead. Now with the food. Yeah, j- just very quickly back to uh, what Rocky was saying. So, and Anjappar, uh, they had uh, they had the netli fish. They had the nand, like Rocky said. They had karai quail. So, yeah, Tamil Nadu, they're very democratic. Also, they'll they'll eat almost uh, anything. But Mayo, tell us about the bloody. Uh, Breakfast, man. Oh, the yeah, breakfast. They're the best breakfast around. Murugan idli. Up with the Gujaratis. Yeah, yeah. Murugan idli. They have multiple branches, including uh, I think one in Singapore. But the one we went to wasn't. Uh, it was in T Nagar. And and I just I remember the first time we went there. Because now it's it's like a place of pilgrimage. You cannot go to Chennai without going to Murugan idli. But the first time we went, very small, narrow-looking entrance, and and we climbed in. small place quite simple quite basic very quick service but the food when it came out and what really stands out in my mind was a how soft and fluffy those idlis were and secondly the whole range of chutneys they had they had a whole yeah. bunch of uh, of uh, different chutneys they had the tomato garlic they had the, they had the chili garlic then they had a coconut uh, they had the podi and they had a fifth chutney and i mean even while you're waiting for the idli and the dosa to come you can just Lick that chutney up and make a whole meal out of it. Yeah. In fact, Tamil Nadu and Chennai is another place where we've gone several times. So we've been to more than one of these Murugan idlis. But I will say this: you know, before we went there, I'd heard Murugan idli. I I had the same skepticism as I did about dahi bala. How special can an idli be? I've grown up, you know, idlis are made at home. Whenever a cousin or you know uncle or aunt there was any event, you know, there would be stuff made. But it truly is a spectacular idli. There is no doubt about it. Yeah. yeah but i have to say this you know in the old days the owner used to sit there the ambiance used to be beautiful there was agarbatti it was clean every guy was supposed to clean really well and the food was totally brilliant as we've been going over the years the quality has fallen i mean let's face it because now they've got about 20 outlets i think just in chennai not to mention all over the world uh, i don't know where all they are but uh, so that has gone down and that's a pity because the first time we went I mean, those were like dream idlis. Yeah, I don't even like idli that much. You know, I prefer dosa and vada, and that's all I eat. But the idlis were incredible. They've really. And even changed. now, and the last time, the last time we went, at least the last time we went together, there was the plastic plates and stuff. That experience was not the same as the first time. Yeah, and, that, and that's happened with a, a bunch of places. The first time we went, we ate at Ponnu Swami. If you remember, that time they had uh, 
again, they had the crab, they had the quail, they had a, a rabbit and Rocky declared it as one of the best meals that he'd uh, had on Highway on My Plate so far. Yes. And then the second time we went around, already the standards at Ponoswami had dropped a lot. We found the same challenge with uh, with Anjappar also. Yeah, but I mean, Ponoswami at one point, I mean, it had been a legend for so long. Yeah. Anybody you spoke to in Chennai and said, you know, we really want to try some uh, non-vegetarian food, they were just... No questions asked, Punnu Swami, Punnu Swami. And we went there and there was a crowd outside. I mean, you couldn't even walk in. It was mad and it was just so good. I mean, everything. You had to wait to be seated. There was a ground floor which was mad. I don't know if you remember, but we couldn't even get the cameras through. And then yeah. we finally had to go to the first, first floor, floor to sort of shoot there. Yeah, Prashant, did you eat there? I, I mean, I remember I enjoyed I, the Yeah, yeah, I remember Punnu Swami very well. Uh, as uh, also Anjapar, both were just outstanding. And of course, the idli at uh, Murugan was fantastic, but also this uh, Karpagambal mess that we had gone yeah. to. That temple that we, it's right next to a temple, very tiny place, family run. And uh, I mean, they obviously took the food really seriously there, right? Before we leave Punnuswami, let us at least mention the, the really special soft shell crab you have there. Yeah? I mean, you've still got to try that because that I remember, I know is still as good. Crew that, members know, the quails can only, are very nice. Only anchors it. Only anchors it crabs. Crew only, members they had only an expensive eight. place. The bill was like hundred rupees. Only eight chicken <laughs> neck. <laughs> there was a chicken colombo. I remember. Off your face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no problem, sir. I know judge. <laughs> I know judge. Happy Rocky, happy Prashant, happy I happy. Yes. But, yeah, but Prashant, finish your thought about this mess, this Karpagallam mess. Yeah, so I, 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 I don't remember. I don't think I was there for this one. I think you were. But anyways, it was a very small, very humble looking place, but exquisite food and served with great level of, you know, it's like this is our food. You will, you know, sit down at the table properly and eat it. You know, it was not like, okay, Lelo Kalo type of place. Hmm. And... Um, like when you go to Murugan, it's a fast food place, literally. Like you sit down, they quickly serve you, you know, you eat, you get out and all that. But this is a place where you go and there were old timers sitting there and just sipping right. their coffee and all. And I remember the gentleman, Mayu, do you remember? He gave us a whole lecture on the whole politics of Tamil Nadu. Yeah, you know, yeah. He spoke about how, how the Brahmin cuisine was and is and all of that sort of stuff he got into. I don't remember the details of that, but it was really interesting to just... Hear him, you know, when I mean, he was speaking from the heart and very, very, very articulate. And he had so much to say, not just about the food, but also about the culture around that food, which mm. was uh, which was an education in itself. Yeah. yeah, he mentioned, I remember very specifically, and we wrote it down in our book also. They had that uh, suji, suji appam, which is very traditional food made specially for son-in-laws in Thanjavur Brahman households. Right. And then he was doing different things. He had... He had uh, Badam halwa and gajar halwa. And then a lot of the food he said he was working on, which would have medicinal properties. So he was tapping into, again, ancient Tamil uh, literature to find out. But the winners for us at that time were the, were the badam halwa. And then we had this podi dosa, yeah. gun, uh, gunpowder. And then we had a very thick breakfast dosa. That was our first introduction, or at least my first introduction, to the really thick dosas, the kal dosa, he called it. We even used it in our food court. Right, 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 right. And it was a blink and miss kind of place because it was right. so tiny. And right. I think it took us a little while to find the place exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but when we no, it did, did... It did. And, and Prabhudas, you know, Prabhudas was a really sort of a hesitant young man who had just taken over the reins of the business from his father. And he was really sort of, you know, very excited, very enthused about what he's putting out there and his grandmother's cuisine and pure Brahmin cuisine from that region. And, you know, he kept telling us all these stories. But as we've gone back over the years, 
he has gained so much confidence and his food remains just as good here. So, you know, hats off to young Prabhudas. I mean, Prashant, I remember you telling him here that if you keep serving food like this, you're going to go places and, you know, he's, his food is just brilliant. Choti mew badi baat. I'm surprised that Prashant has listened to some political discourse while eating. Usually, he doesn't even listen to, can you pass the salt? But it's okay. This is all over coffee. Okay. The food was done, yeah. So, I would advise him. So, Rocky, uh, please continue with, uh, there's a Madras crocodile farm that Mayur has put on the menu. This is the one on the highway. This is not in Chennai, right? There was somewhere on the highway. We yeah, it was, on the high, it was on the highway. Uh, yeah, east, I remember on the that. East Coast Road. Yeah. Either we were coming from Pondicherry or we were going to Pondicherry and then yes. we, stopped, we stopped at this Daba and the food was very, very, uh, very, very plain. Wasn't anything spectacular. It had that green agricultural netting yes. on top. But but it was what was really interesting evening. was all the the side shows going on outside. They had they had that guy who wanted to tell the, your future with the parrot that went and picked up cards. Yes, yes, he did that. There was a I remember the weather was great. It was a beautiful evening, just yeah. about sunset. Yeah, and we had just had an exhausting day. Chennai has amongst the worst weather to shoot bloody anywhere. Rocky's shirt would get wet in five seconds of stepping out to do a piece to camera. But um, uh, we can just hang out with the stars on the beach, and then I want to get to Dindigul which is famed as having one of the best biryanis in the country, by the way. So, we will get Rocky and Prashant's uh, lowdown on that. So, now, what are the stars on the beach at Chennai, uh, Mayur? Hey, Rocky, 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 Rocky. It's, it's those large cutouts of all these oh. actors. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like life-size. They're, I mean, this is obviously a state which is obsessed with its stars, right? Yeah, when yeah. you see politicians and stars cutouts on the street side, which are like three stories high. Yeah, yeah, man. Never see any of those kind of billboards anywhere else in the country. And not a single wall. In fact, we said at one stage, we were like, can you, if anybody can send us a photograph of even a single wall in Tamil Nadu, which yeah. is not covered by posters of either politicians or film stars. And then Rocky what? said, what are you going to do? And I said, we'll eat the wall. He's like, yeah, okay, fine. We'll eat the wall. But so we were like so confident that you cannot find a thing because they love their politicians. Raj- Mayur and Rocky on either side of Rajinikanth with their hands yes. around they're like, I mean, where can it happen other than Chennai? On the Marina Beach. <laughs> on Marina yeah, Beach. The, the Marina Beach is in fact famous. Yeah, They have cutouts of almost all the big stars, North, South. They're sort of very democratic about it. All Indian stars. And of course, I was with the with the Rajnika, Talaiva. And Mayur was with Kamal Hassan on the other side. And we got some great photos. Yeah, And there was uh, assorted actors and actresses all around us. So we sort of pretended to blend in with our dark glasses and took pictures. And <laughs> Mayur was... Mayur was leaning more towards the actresses. While you... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Rocky, sir, I not judge. But I know. <laughs> so, 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 let's move from Chennai. Again, guys, I'm going to apologize to you right at the outset. We will be missing out a lot of places just like we did in Uttar Pradesh. And in fact, those of you who have received the Uttar Pradesh newsletter will be wondering that where are the photographs of all the other places? We've sent you the images of Mathura Kapeda and that place where you know, monkey snatch your glasses because we didn't talk much about it. So we thought we'd put that there. But we will come out with further newsletters as we go down because there's so many photographs to sift through where you will get photographs of every place we've spoken about and some even more. Some stunning pictures that have been uh, clicked by the lovely Prashant and Rocky. So um, we will miss out a lot of places in Tamil Nadu, but it's one of those places we've been there several times. You can't pack it into a one-hour episode. But Dindigul, uh, Prashant, come in. Dindigul, I'm quite certain I didn't come for to this... There's just a Dindigul shoot. No, you uh, didn't. But it is considered yeah. one of the best biryanis in the country. And it is, it is considered one of the best biryanis in the country. In fact, it is considered to be like 
the fountain head of biryani in the country right? and were you were you impressed correct me you uh, rocky just correct me wasn't there the story about this fellow who had come in and uh, from i mean he was a trader who persia via afghanistan yeah. into uh, there but basically and, at the time of hyder ali they they credit hyder right. ali with having brought the biryani uh, into that part of india but so is it that good is it as yeah, good i mean it was you know, good. Now, it, it's so good that now they have a chain called the didigul talapakatti restaurants in uh, in chennai where you can get didigul biryani everywhere but it's a it's a kind of biryani like like hmm. hyderabadi biryani or kolkata biryani there is also didigul biryani and we went down to a place that really served a very very good one by the way and it was uh, quite spectacular so the guys we went to at ponram biryani they were way ahead of their time i mean they had i remember they were cooking with mineral water at that point you know they had servers with gloves on their hands and you know sort of caps <laughs> had, on their heads there new covid would be coming up <laughs> <laughs> no no i mean brilliant hygiene standards and now of course dindigul biryani has always been famous and we went down to dindigul and i don't know if you guys remember that big dindigul rock that overlooks the entire town here huge yeah. rock formation where the right food is the yes yeah and it was spicy i what i remember about that biryani was it was very spicy it was very spicy yeah and they used the short grain uh, the short grain uh, rice and then which again all like, the aromatic uh, spices like, but which looks and, like and they do a pakka biryani i remember one of you guys asking them so they they actually did the cooking of the meat and then added it to the rice and then they covered it and they, with the atta and they cooked it from top and uh, below Steam. but yeah mm. i don't know whether it's the rice or the the style of cooking or their spice blend but it was uh, very different from um, what you usually would think of as a traditional biryani yeah it was know, like a dam style like they would place hot coal on you know they would seal it and then put hot coal correct. on top of the the lid i think we went into the kitchen and saw something also at the yeah, back yeah no we we did we did shoot uh, we shot in the kitchen but there are basically i mean two kinds of biryani one is the kachi biryani and one is the pakki biryani and the kachi biryani is where all raw ingredients go into a pot and they are cooked and the pakki is where the meat is cooked separately the rice is put down separately and the cooked meat is added to the rice and then it's sort of cooked uh, finally together so that's they do the pakki version of the biryani but it's the spices is the kind of spices they use and the methods they use there that makes dindigul biryani unique so it is you know i mean even even their uh, even their pachadi the, the raita that they have which is just brilliant i've tried to recreate even yeah. the raita but i can't get that taste right it was so brilliant it was yeah they had other stuff also mut mutta curry dalcha with the, the the dal with the mutton then the mutta curry the keema mixed with the egg to tune khaya kya ma yaar by the way mayur keema dalcha mutton ke paas vegetarian version tha acha biryani ka aka pulao pulao theek hai so before we move from dindigul uh, thank you guys for the love the mails are coming in you guys are sharing your stories and your support thank you please keep it coming right to hom2020 at gmail.com i repeat hom2020 at gmail.com with your food stories with the photographs some of you have shared which i'm going to talk about in this podcast for our newsletter if you want to be a part of the newsletter so you can get the visual references and some anecdotes and behind the scenes action of all that we speak about there's a link wherever you're listening to this podcast if you click on that link a form opens out you put in your email id etc and you will be enrolled and you will have signed in for the newsletter or you could even write to homp2020@gmail.com so please do that keep the love coming in this email comes from odisha he says hello rocky mayur niku and guests as a late 90s born kid with no cable tv connection at home i still managed to remember home scenes from when i was at some relative's house or some waiting lounge 
yes it was impactful binged on episodes on youtube after discovering the podcast would love to be a part of it as it rolls whenever it does lots of love from orissa thank you my friend thank you for the love we shall definitely keep you in mind and we shall let you know when we are heading to orissa and in fact wait for our orissa episode one of my favorite mutton curries is in a small restaurant there but yes more about that when you get to orissa and uh, one more quick mail hompers it's such a joy to listen to your podcast episodes i love how personal they are i've been so fond of all of you from the ndtv good times days abhinandan from news laundry i had the pleasure to meet mayur once at the black market here in panjim which was fun this is shorya wadwa mayur he says he met you at the panjim market hi shorya no in panjim there's a place called black market it's actually a restaurant oh i see started by pralad and sabreen who also own the black sheep bistro these are okay. black sheep bistro is a great favorite of rockies and mine in, so uh, I, in i hope to cross paths with rocky and abhinandan as well someday soon do reach out if you ever so uh, we'll you'll meet us both if you ever in the lockup here in delhi so <laughs> I, i can't promise you'll meet us at some fancy restaurant <laughs> yeah see. also it's not that i'm classes but you'll probably meet me at the white sheep bistro or the white market <laughs> i can't <laughs> hang at the cooler places <laughs> i still go back and watch old episodes of jai hind and hom i'm definitely going to buy both the editions of your book keep up the amazing work and lots of love please include me in the newsletter where i can access photos and behind the scenes my warmest thanks shorya guys thank you for writing in i really appreciate all your emails you know we we love reading them and we go through each one but you, i just want to point out over here that you know a really great show like this a memorable show that makes such an impact is not just because of mayur and my faces in front even though we will take most of the credit but there are some guys who contribute a little bit in the back like prashant <laughs> and niku and the sort of <laughs> and and just the sort of energy they are able to create and and the crew i mean every member of the crew was a real character and we'd worked together for so long you know we were just 10 boys 10 men out on the road having fun behaving badly enjoying ourselves doing things you know just looking inwards and just exploring the joy that we could create with travel and food and exploring in there and i think that's the important thing you know there was no there was no agenda there was nothing to say to anyone it was just out on the road having fun and you know for that prashant and uh, niku and and just the whole gang at small street our editors everybody needs a shout out so it was a great team hey, and you know thanks rock not great yeah. hey, you welcome welcome without great team that's my thing happens yeah so that's why no other no other great shows have come uh, after that uh, anywhere on television because <laughs> this kind of team hasn't been assembled again <laughs> there is no i in possible but until we can do that and you can't get to the highway we will bring the highway to you so do give us a high rating wherever you listen to this podcast whichever platform if you give us a favorable review or a good star rating the likelihood of others finding us is increased so may i please request you to do that so where are we going next boys tell me pondi pondi dude where is karaikadi in uh, where is the this whole chatinad area in this Now, all this we're going to do in the next episode what we did on okay. highway on my plate coast to coast Okay. we figured so most of those we we'll, uh, yeah. uh, we'll yeah. do then because chettinad event that's uh, we won't be covering chettinad in this one although we had a fantastic shoot there but yeah. we just don't have the time because we ate at so many places but pondi go mayo you love pondi because you are so french we 
Well, actually, I wasn't the French. My fondest memories of Pondicherry on boat trips, uh, whether it was breakfast at that place called the Satsanga, where we had the omelettes and bacon and the nice uh, the croissant and stuff, and at 221 Baker Street, which was the bakery place where we had a lot of quiches and croissant and stuff. In both places, what was characterized was Rocky speaking Punjabi with a French accent. Yes, so I remember. Actually, he was actually speaking Punjabi, but he was doing it the way a Frenchman would do it. Uh, Rocky, you want to give us a demonstration? <laughs> I have no inspiration here, but it was uh, it was like a. Uh, Nikhil, take your clothes off. He needs inspiration. No, no, please don't. That is not inspiration. That is devastation. Uh, it it was like. Uh, <laughs> but I, I love that breakfast mayo. Yes, you just reminded me. It was a really fancy looking place. And once you stepped inside, you didn't feel you were having a breakfast in an Indian joint because I think one of the people who was serving us was also not Indian, right? No, it was a, it was a French gentleman. He came and Rocky was... Rocky was deliberately mangling the French names and I think he, he got quite uh, huffy about it. And we had a big laugh there because we'd heard that this was... So, outside we built it up. We said, this is the place to come to. Every traveller comes here. It's packed. People climbing over each other. And then the shot opened because we'd gone in a little late and it was off-sea. It was Kali. We were like the only <laughs> table sitting there. We were like, Where's it's a pretty the large table? place. It's a pretty large place and yeah, they've got things outside and all. Very nice green. It was a very large place. Yeah, yeah uh, but lovely food. Lovely. They didn't have yeah, enough yeah, we, to satisfy Rocky though. We had also apologized in advance for what we were going to do to the French language. What they had been doing to Tamil for hundreds of years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> French in one afternoon. <laughs> it was a chance to get revenge from, from for all Tamil's behalf. Uh, and uh, I mean, listen, Niku, if Tamil is your mother's mother tongue, then it is your grandmother tongue. So how dare they insult your grandmother tongue for 300 yes, years. Absolutely. We got revenge in one day. <laughs> in one but, day. But, but, it has changed, you know. We went back there in 2018 in the winter. Uh, Mayur and I went back in. We were shooting a new season of I Played, which unfortunately hasn't been able to make it to the air yet for some reason. But um, it was, it's changed so much. I mean, I remember Pierre. Pierre was the owner. He was this large French guy who'd been living there for so long. And I said, why satsang? And he was like, uh, why do you call your restaurant satsang? And he was like, because the whole world is uh, like a satsang. Huh? It is, we are all together. We are one. He was a really philosophical French guy, and uh, it was it was quite beautiful. But now, caught up with the rest of the world, you know, it's it's, it's built up, it's fast. It's there are some snazzy restaurants. You'll get sushi, and you'll get state of the art food and great bars, and so it, it's really changed. Yeah, in fact, even the first time round, we went to this uh, very fancy place called the Rendezvous. It was two levels, you know. And remember, the owner was a big, big uh, fan of ours and a really big fan of ours. I think he must have been, what, 250 kilos. Do you guys remember? We have a photograph of Rocky and I flanking him. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah. Uh, and, and they had this beautiful, they had Cocovan. They had a really nice, fancy uh, French wine list. Better than uh, most restaurants in Delhi and Bombay uh, had at that time, this guy had. Uh, Rocky loved his pork chops. And uh, I mean, that was a guy who was so passionate about his food. Him, his chef came out to talk to every table. And then, you remember how excited he was? Unfortunately, he passed, I, I believe. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what is your memories of Kambi? Did you enjoy it too? I think one of the most delightful and the most beautiful cafes to go to anywhere in the world probably is the one on the promenade in Pondi. Correct. Now, uh, it's open 24 hours, so you can wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and go there for your cup of coffee or 6 o'clock and watch the sunrise. It is so beautiful. The coffee is nice. It's 
average, but it's beautiful. The setting is nice. You can just sit for as long as you want to. Uh, they have, you know, they have little puff pastries and stuff like that. Uh, but just a lovely place to hang out by the ocean side. No pretensions, simple place. And the other thing that really struck me, st- struck me about uh, Pondi was if you, if you go into that town, there is one uh, Nala kind of thing. And on one side of the Nala, the natives stayed. And on the other side of the Nala, you have all of these beautiful French, you know, these, what do you call them, mansions or their... Colonial mansions. Colonial mansions, you know, along their Rue this street and Rue that street and so on. And it's, it's such a clear divide that on one side of this Nala, you have the natives and, you know, they have chota, low-rise homes, that kind of stuff. And on the other side, you have these large French windows and bay windows and you know these lovely beautiful yellow colored mansions with lovely greenery all around them it's a very striking division in that city uh, so yeah like like it is in delhi and bombay and bangalore these days yeah i, I know that fancy plush colonies on one side and then you have villages right across the road on the other side <laughs> <laughs> We've always yeah, been a bunch of classes people in this country, but there, but, but uh, Pondicherry has that sort. Pondicherry has that beautiful feeling of timelessness. You know the the cobbled streets, the old colonial architecture, the massive buildings, the bougainvilleas, the beautiful plants. It just sort of transports you back into time into a much slower, more relaxed era, and that's why Pondi is such a good place to go to. And it's a great walking place. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Wonderful place to unwind. Yeah, yeah. The promenade, especially if you remember me and Ajay, for for those of you who don't know, Ajay was the senior cameraman or DOP on a large number of the highway on my plate shoots. And he was also my early morning walking partner. Because just to walk on that promenade and then I could stop and have my little cup of coffee. And then at one end of the promenade, I think they either had a Morgan or uh, they had another uh, place where you could go for idlis and dosas and also in the mornings we would walk. We'd get our coffee, we'd get our breakfast and we'd get our walk out there. Tons and tons of people walking there. It's a very integral part of uh, the culture there. But yeah, I mean, I remember your morning walks here. They were a real pleasure because, uh, you know, Mayur used to set his alarm for 5 o'clock and it would go off and then he would go back to sleep. Then Ajay would come at 5.20. Then he would bang on the door. Then I'd have to wake up again the second time around. After putting his alarm off, I'd have to go and open the door for him. Then he would go back to sleep again. Then Ajay would bang the door again. So I would be thoroughly awake at 5 o'clock in the morning. Mayur, though, on the other hand, would be... Nice and sleepy by the end of it. So, <laughs> curses to them and their fitness. You guys must go to Pondi. Check it out. Uh, it has some beautiful uh, restaurants. The walls, just the decor is really nice. It's a great it's a great walking place. From there, you know, I'd like to move into the hills. Tamil yeah. Nadu is one state in the south that has hill stations. Like Uti and Kodai Canal. Let's go to Kodai Canal first. Because at that time, one of the shoots that we did... My sister was actually teaching in a school there and my niece and nephew were there. So I remember walking all over with my niece on my back and she was so thrilled that we'd come and we shot at a school and everyone was excited. Rocky and we would have come here and you're shooting there. It was one of my most memorable and favorite shoots. And Cody has some phenomenal restaurants. It's such a small place. It's as big as half a colony of Delhi, at least the main market of Cody. And it is packed with restaurants and little eateries which and bakeries, which um, I'm sure these gentlemen will tell you about. Yeah, but just very quickly, the Sholai School, I think, was a was a revelation in itself. Brian Jenkins, I think, was the name of the gentleman who started that school. And yeah. uh, I mean, now it's now it's considered, you know, just a lot of modern day schooling involves a lot of extracurricular activities and trying to get the kids into 
into doing yes. stuff just besides right. music and drama sports. But Sholay, I think, was the first place where we saw where like the kids were actually growing their own food. Yeah, making and cheeses. They were making cheese. They were uh, then they, if, if they misbehaved and stuff, their punishment would be they would go and help Mr. Jenkins take apart this antique car he had and put it back together. Yeah, and, they and then mechanics. they go, and they were learning farming. They were learning everything. It was a fantastic. Right. And now he they're was, doing a lot of other schools. Interesting man. He said we were all neurotic. He he told us he said you and the crew you're all neurotic. But besides that, he he let us in and spend the day with with all the kids and and eat. Then it was it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but what about the eateries there? We had we had all sorts of food. I don't. We yeah, had like yeah. Pasta, I, I just I just want to say that you know he he only met us for one day, so he thought we were neurotic. By the second day, he would have realized we were also psychotic, and by the third day, he would have realized we were schizophrenic. And then he would have really gotten to know us. But you know, we were always shooting in a hurry, so we were moving. Yeah. He would have gotten to know all eight of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's only me. <laughs> <laughs> But I love the pastries. That's true for all these hill stations. Yeah, the pastries and puffs and those cream rolls are just—they don't taste oily like the ones that do here when you just buy them off the street. No, because they were baking them fresh. They're very small bakeries, and off the top of my head, I can remember something called the pastry corner, uh, where they had these homemade ice cream and they had all these really fresh breads, cakes, cookies, and then they had a pear and date cake, and it was like all sold out. Like I think within half an hour, it was like boom, 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 boom. We yeah. opened it was. It was it all gone. In the then, morning, by afternoon, it sold out. And then AB's kitchen was really nice. They had chart and all sorts of other stuff. It was really good food. I mean, and none of it is fine dining or fantastic food, but it's like perfectly geared towards like a population yeah. that is very large, which is students from all the multiple exactly. schools that are there. A lot of schools. Uh, yeah, Prashanti was saying. No, I. Uh, in fact, I wasn't there on that schedule when you went to uh, Kodaikanal and Uti and all those places. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing that episode. And there was this lovely cafe that was run by a lady. Yeah, all the kids would come, right? Abby. Yeah, yeah, that's And one. she would give them healthy sort of, you know, things yes, like exactly. healthy pizza and things like that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, that was Abby's. Abby's son, I think, was called Abhishek. So that was named after him. Okay. And there are there are so many schools and so many kids there, and that's the you know that's the lovely thing. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why even the pastries and all are so good because uh, you know because you just have this sort of explosion of school kids that get out on a particular day at a particular time. And then all the bakeries have catered for fresh food for them. So they're making it that very day. And it, by the time they're done, they're finished. So it's just so nice. I mean, everything is fresh. Everything is made in small batches. Attention is paid to detail. I mean, I remember we went into this hot bread place in Uti, which was a really nice little sort of bakery. And, you know, we got chicken rolls and patties and very typical what you would get in the old days. I mean, the most popular pastry there was still... Black forest, forest and pineapple pastry, which was like, you know, from the 50s, we've been having that here. So they're just sort of timeless. And then a lady came in and she said, I ordered a cake in the shape of a clown for my son's 10th birthday. And they'd made a special cake for the boy. And, you know, so it was, it was just really nice and quaint. And that's Cody for you. Kode Canal is like a really beautiful, easy place. Yeah. Just a really laid back place. And a lovely drive, by the way. And if you guys remember while driving back, I don't know, for some reason, we were by the time we were heading down, it was night. And what are those big wild buffaloes called? You get a lot of them in that Kode Canal area. Gore. 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 Remember there was a gore in the middle of the road, man. We, as we made a bend, it was like standing there, boom, bloody large as life, almost as yeah. large as I know. And I was like, isn't... <laughs> And that's a place where you have chocolates also. Chocolates, yes. All hill stations. The chocolates were Uti, which had the sugar. Kodai also has. Kodai is actually famous for uh, three things. Uh, Four things. One is schools. 
second thing is uh, is uh, magic mushrooms it okay. was and still remains a place where if you try hard enough you can find the the psychedelic mushrooms and sit down somewhere on a hill and and uh, watch pink lizards go by mm. and also chocolates kodaikanal was actually one of the first yeah, right we we did a full sequence of right, chocolates right. all small small towns everyone make right. chocolate so uh, do go to kodaikanal if you can it's a really beautiful small little hill station i believe during peak season gets very crowded but luckily we never did go during peak season went at a time where you could still walk around and it has a lovely market there in the middle so yeah i have wonderful memories of kodai canal and the drive up and down to kodai is beautiful it is really a really wonderful drive the big thing about uh, kodai canal and i remember going there twice trying to get the date right but we couldn't it was the neela kurinji the the flowers the purple flowers oh. that come out once every 12 years 12 and years, apparently yeah. the Whoa. entire hills turned purple with these flowers here and uh, sadly i think it was in 2006 and then 2018 as far as i know i could be right or i could be wrong but uh, so the nilakurinji just sort of blooms once every 12 years and we missed it at all times here but it's quite the sight and apparently the whole world comes down to see it it's quite beautiful mushrooms bhi nahi mile the mushroom to maine bahut khaye the pehli baar hai the first time i had gone somebody made me a milkshake and my friends got these fresh mushrooms from somebody and threw them into the milkshake and gave it to me and i can tell you for 3 hours i was just staring at my hand and looking at how wonderful the colors changing on it was like a 3d map <laughs> of my hand with like uh, you know blueprints drawn with it with mathematical calculations and it was quite stunning so you know those magic mushrooms man they're quite something yeah. don't try them if you're faint of heart <laughs> i have to recommend uh, that only people who are strong of heart should try them they're quite incredible i may have had them more than once i mean i'm just saying maybe i don't know i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> so since we are in the hills let's just head to ooty which had uh, we had a fantastic shoot another school there the lawrence school ooty which actually the has been used for several films including um, that amir khan film um, jo jeeta wohi sikandar लवली प्लेस Yeah, I don't remember much about the hot breads uh, bakery. So one of you guys are going to have to dip into it. Even though I do, I do know banned substances. My memory is a little patchy at times. So <laughs> actually, didn't have a sit-down place. Hot breads. I mean, you could stand outside. We did a little sequence there, but we really loaded up our car with stuff from hot breads. We bought you know pastries. We bought all sorts of savouries. We bought lots of chocolates, and we packed it inside. You can't really sit there. And Uti uh, has other other places. The wood fire oven that you know. Yeah, the sidewalk cafe that was really nice. It was a chilly evening. I remember we wandered in there. They had this wood fire oven, so the whole place was really cozy and nice. Brightly lit. They had that little pizza bar, and then they were doing lots of uh, local things. They had a Chettinad pizza and a Nilgiri pizza, and I think more than the food, it was just that feeling of being in the hills and being in a warm, cozy place. And he had a little view. You could watch people out on the street uh, uh, going by. And It's a uh, lovely hill station, no doubt about it. Both these Uti, uh, which is called Utakmandalam, and um, Kodai Canal are lovely hill stations. I highly recommend you go there. And both are beautiful drives. Please do check them out. Just very quickly, I'm trying to remember. We shot a sequence. It was either on the way to Kodai or on the way to Uti, where there were these sharp hairpin turns, 
and suddenly the trucks and all would appear and we placed the camera and we said look what's going to happen and rocky and i came down something we jumped off and we ran towards the camera yes and, and you couldn't stop yourself on the edge of the cliff and we couldn't stop we were in our i remember we were in our vesties and we yes. almost got the camera and the guy and went all went down the mountain yes. i remember that very well all of a sudden the truck vanished and you guys decided to surprise us and you galloped towards the camera but you realized you couldn't stop yourself and you went boom it's a miracle all of us didn't go over the cliff <laughs> no we did we did i remember that very clearly because that was the heaviest i was ever on on a that was when i was at my heaviest i think 104 105 kilos at that time yeah ullu big round face you can see the photographs i'll put photographs of that face yeah. you were yeah that was heaviest yeah. Yeah, and that's probably the lightest I've been for many years. So you know, put them up also; they can see my lean, mean face. <laughs> But uh, the you know the sidewalk cafe is like that typical one restaurant, which is a little you know a little more well-to-do, little better turned out, little better organized. Nice hot food, you know. You get pizzas, and you'll get really nice flavored. Uh, you know, you'll get really nice noodles, and you can have your your milkshakes and cold coffees, and so it's like it's it's a quintessential hill town hangout place for cool people. and i remember there's all the young boys and young girls who really wanted to sort of check out each other or all coming and hanging out over there and, and it was it was really sweet to see because that's what you know we did when we were kids that age we used to dress up in our best and hang out in musuri at the cool places and wait to be seen okay so now let's head back to the planes but before that a couple of emails i'd like to include this is from watsal watsal says he's a long time subscriber and fan of news laundry he's a phd student based in montreal studying biochemical neurodoctrinism neuro neuro endocrinology i've been consuming all sorts of excellent content put out by news laundry uh, you know your ground reports your nl hafta and your youtube videos but he has never written to us however after listening to highway on my podcast i knew i had to homp was undoubtedly one of my favorite shows ever to be aired i've always been a fan of food and travel shows but despite a rich culture food and history there was a serious dearth of such indian tv shows so thank you for making homp Thank you for opening eyes to such a diversity of food, and thank you for bringing India to us. I'm excited to hear that Homp might make a comeback. I really hope it does. I'm ready to support you guys in any way I can. I miss Rocky's unbeatable humor and Mayur's vegetarian choices because he's a vegetarian too. If you guys don't mind, would you like sharing your favorite food and travel-related TV shows, except Homp, obviously? Thanks for your time. Keep up the great work. Any idea where I can watch season one of Homp? well i don't know about that but uh, first yeah gentlemen you want to answer whatsal first of all whatsal thanks for your love thanks for your support we will keep you posted we will get this community together and we'll tell you how we will make getting rocky and muir back on the highway happen but um, regarding his questions gentlemen your favorite show other than yeah Mark, yeah he's it's fantastic yeah. i'm so happy whatsal wrote in because people should realize that most of our viewers are just highly intelligent good looking people from all over the world and you know like whatsal most of them are neurocalifragilistic agnexpedocious people who are <laughs> right now whatsal is both of you have mangled his degree he's taking his pituitary in his hand and he's squishing it he's like die pituitary die there no, no, is no respect I... for endocrines anymore listen don't be jealous just because he's educated and we are not okay never hold that against people but uh, but listen thank you yeah it really makes our day when when you write in stuff like that and thank you very much I, uh, you know my your your favorite tv show do you do you have one on food or maybe otherwise i mean nikul does it have to be about food or just about anything no he just travel food yeah i mean or just go yeah it's 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 not an exam <laughs> uh 
I, I would have preferred if it was an exam because at least you would have had A, B, C, and all of the above. Here you have to come up with something all by yourself. Well, no, no. I, I like, uh, I liked uh, Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. He was just absolutely brilliant, and No Reservations was the show that I that really sort of appealed to me. It really got me, and uh, you know the reason why was because he's just he was just the kind of guy who would get get what people were telling him. I mean, he understood culture so well by the end of all his travels. He respected all cultures. He wasn't disrespectful in any way. And yet he was able to enjoy himself. I mean, I remember uh, one episode where he sort of went to, I, I think it was, uh, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think he was in Cuba and he managed to get a boxer and get into the ring and box with him. And it was just so beautifully done. And I mean, every time he just, he just came out with really stuff that touched your heart here. So I think that's sort of my inspiration, you know, my my inspiration to do television is always that you should be able to reach out, you should be able to touch people, you should be able to connect with them, you should be able to make a sort of bond with, with your viewers and, and and yourself. And I think we, we managed to do that with Highway on My Plate and, and our, most of our shows and that's very important for me always. Mayor, don't make any jokes about touching people. <laughs> Prashant, <laughs> uh, what's your favorite show? I, of course, Anthony Bourdain is an all-time favorite, and I remember one particular episode when he went to Lebanon to do a, you know, a, an episode, and the war started there, and he just changed tracks. I mean, it was really he was just a remarkable guy because he really tried to get into the culture of the place that he, you know, he went to. Like he visited Laos, and then he brought the reality the American audience, because this is an American show, right? And he talks about sitting with this guy who lost his legs during the Vietnam War. Yeah, yeah. He talks about how many bombs, like Laos was the most bombed, or was it Cambodia? I think one Cambodia, of those countries. Cambodia. Cambodia was the most bombed. Even more bombs fell on Cambodia than even on Vietnam. You know, and, and he's just talking so nicely to him and so patiently with him. And he's, he's really moved by that experience that this fellow is just sitting next to him, an American, you know, the country that took his legs and his life away and uh, and talking so nicely and being hospitable. So he, he was really, he was really respectful of the cultures that he went into, you know, and yep. he really but, wanted to experience it just the way it was without any sort of intermediaries. It, it's so nice here. Prashant is a really cheerful kind of guy always here. You know, it brightens my day. <laughs> <laughs> and and Mayo, what's your favorite? Me, uh, probably of, of the few that I've watched, I, I would say any of Anthony Bourdain's shows for all the reasons that uh, the boys have mentioned. In the new thing, I've just uh, been reading about it. I haven't seen it yet. Apparently, there's a travel show called The Dark uh, Dark Tourist on Netflix or one of these things. is about a guy who goes and does, does his thing, but he's not going to all the bucket list places. He's trying to find like nuclear lakes, haunted forests, abandoned islands. Something like that. Eight episode. I haven't seen it, but I've, I've heard that 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 might be interesting. Well, I just have two quick ones. My favorite travel show was called The Lonely Planet, and specifically the one that was anchored by this American girl. I think she was of Indian origin, who was really yeah. beautiful, and I had the biggest. It was crush. Maya something? Maya. I remember I was this. I was probably nineteen, twenty, or twenty-one when I used to watch that show. She was so so beautiful, and she had this bronze complexion. And uh, she used to host the Lonely Planet. And my favorite food show is uh, by Sanjeev. What is that chef? Uh, food. He has his channel also. What's that chef's name? Yeah. Khana Khazana. Khana <laughs> Khazana by Sanjeev Kapoor. <laughs> Sanjeev, Sanjeev Kapoor. Kapoor had his show. Corn Jatpat snacks or something. May it say? Ab bataye. Ab ghar bethe hai. Or mehman agai. Ab Jatpat kya pesh kare? 
आप अपना फ्रिज खोलिए आपके पास कटे हुए ऑलिव्स का ऑयल फ्रेश स्क्वीज तो पड़ा ही होगा साथ में ही चेरी टोमेटो के छोटे छोटे ड्राइड तो पड़े ही होंगे और ये चीज गोरमेट चीज वट गोडा ये तो पड़ी होती है ग्रेटेड इसको करके नमक स्वाद अनुसार लाइक वॉट एल्स वोट इट बी a gentleman who's of a gentleman who's like a padma shri the whole nation is no, that's fine for his contributions to food okay that was that was a fun we thing we respect him a lot in fact we rocky and i ever since he's got the padma shri we call him padma ji yeah but but listen with all with all due respect yeah sanjeev is uh, is a really nice guy and he is the one who sort of opened all these blazed these trails that's for true. all of us yeah that's i mean he did these I mean, shows in the 90s unless he did you know unless he had, he did what he did none of us would have had a job right now yeah we were been laughing laughing over some other show that we had made about some other subject and not food <laughs> i mean he pioneered this whole food television movement in india yeah or or agar aapke ghar mein fresh pioneer pada ho to usko masala pioneer banane ke liye us pe aap pioneer butter masala lal mirch laga lal mirch laga ke tandoor mein pakaye use और नमक स्वाद अनुसार तर्कश मशरूम तो पड़े हो गए आप फ्रिज खोलिए सबके फ्रिज में तर्कश मशरूम तो पड़े ही होते हैं तो अच्छा पड़े नहीं है तो फ्रिज के पीछे देखिए जहाँ पानी गिराया था पिछले महीने वहां उग रहे होंगे क्योंकि अगर ये कोड़ाई कनाल से आप अगर आप कोड़ाई कनाल के पास रहते तो ये मशरूम थोड़ा ध्यान से अपने ऑमलेट पे जाली क्योंकि उसके बाद अगर आपको ऐसा लगे कि ऑमलेट से मुर्गी निकल के उड़ रही है आपके टेबल पे तो आपको मालूम है कि आपने गलत वाले मशरूम खाए हाँ और, और लॉकडाउन के टाइम पे खास ध्यान रखिए क्योंकि फ्लाइंग अलाउड नहीं है फ्लाइंग बिल्कुल शट डाउन है अगर आप उड़ते हुए नजर आए तमिलनाडु के बॉर्डर के ऊपर से तो आपको एक एक गन से गोली मार के गिराया जा सकता है स्वाद अनुसार <laughs> okay boys let's get to madurai there's the amma mess let's chicken amma oh my god actually before we got to the amma mess we met the real amma of them all do you remember when we when we first drove into madurai we passed this uh, temple which had this very large idol of the goddess kali yeah yes. green idol and we stood outside there and we we did this whole um, opening the, sequence yes the, the photographs will be there in the newsletter we have lovely photographs of this Yeah, and then we went on to the to the Amma Mess, and along the way we we came to this circle where we had all these uh, giant cutouts of uh, Aragiri. Mm. Aragiri, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> seriously, man, I, this is something that's always that's always foxed me. I mean, like this whole Z H, how it becomes a R in Tamil Nadu. Nikku, what's the story? You must ask your mom. For all of you that don't know. whenever we uh, and this was when we first started traveling we didn't have such easy access to uh, google baba to ask all these things so if we ever had any disagreement or anything we needed to know about any subject under the sun from astronomy to uh, deep sea cave diving or mining to 9 uh, foot 9 legged arthropods we would uh, tell nikku to call up his mom we used to call her encyclopedia mommypedia no mommypedia we used to call her mommypedia correct and, and she would have an answer uh, to this so you should ask her what this whole story about the aragiri and kodambu is i shall ask her in fact she has a degree in linguistics as well she is a third generation teacher from her family of tamil teachers so yeah i don't know what happened to you i don't meet me she married a punjabi is a putar tu tabas kar kar 
ਇਹ ਮਦਰਾਸਿਆਂ ਨੂੰ ਤੂੰ ਇੱਲੇ ਮਿੱਲੇ ਪਿੱਲੇ ਕਿੱਲੇ ਚਲਦੇ ਯਾਰ ਇਟਸ ਅਮੇਜ਼ਿੰਗ ਯਾ ਯੂ نو ਨਿਕੂ ਬਟ ਆਈ ਮਸਟ ਸੇ ਯੂ ਯੋਰ ਇੰਟੈਲੈਕਟ ਇਜ਼ ਲਾਈਕ ਯੋਰ ਮਦਰਸ and your punjabi side is like your father so you cover the whole spectrum from 0 to 180 degrees <laughs> on a straight curve or from 180 to 0 whichever you look at it because i mean depending on which state you're in if you're in punjab obviously they'll tell you that the punjabis are the smartest people on the planet if you're in tamil nadu they'll tell you that the tamils are the smartest people on the planet but uh, if you go by sheer numbers and spread and growth i think the punjabis take the cake because they're everywhere now so you know you're just lucky that you can fit in anywhere <laughs> yes lucky me but uh, yeah so mayo you were saying other than uh, so after that we went straight to amma mess did we yes we did hmm. and how was the food there remind me because i don't remember the amma mess when we reached there i remember it wasn't even open yeah <laughs> that's why the eager beavers yeah, we just was, landed up there and cool. wait 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 meal time will start <laughs> we wait the stories the stories behind the amma messes and they were everywhere you know there were there were routes along which armies and uh, soldiers used to march frequently or cantonments where they lived and because they missed food at home they would go out to these messes where these ammas would cook and the ammas would you know wear their best sarees and beautiful jewelry and dress up really well and they would cook very typical home style food and that's where these amma messes became really really popular So Amma Mess uh, in Madurai is just one of those incredible places again you know in the last 10 years food has really changed but 10, when we went there the food was old it was like old fashioned food the amma was in the kitchen i remember she was wearing a beautiful golden and red sari and she was cooking the food and there were about 10 guys helping her out she mm. was clearly the boss yeah. and what great food they put out here unbelievable fantastic Absolutely. yeah that place we went there specifically because they were known for their bone marrow omelet and then they had this really spicy chicken curry kattu what is uh, a bone marrow omelet man and she made a bone marrow omelet for rocky they basically boil the mutton bones and then they get the marrow out and they mix it with this whole mix of spices which only the the women members of the family have so rocky had the bone marrow omelet he had rabbit roast he had what he declared were the best i remember because we made jokes about it later not on the show but he said they were the best balls he'd ever had yeah. they were like I, really well, soft and really had delicate brain, really had chewy and yeah you're right and we had brain the, curry also the, they had rocky's balls also at that time brain brain curry brain curry no i remember the rabbit roast and i remember yeah. i said i didn't like it much because as a child i remember enjoying rabbit and i haven't had rabbit since and here i didn't like the smell clearly i've lost the touch but yeah, but, you, but you were never a great fan it. you were never a great fan of fast food yeah so you may not like rabbit say but i don't remember this omelet it sounds gross was it any good rocks what of course it was brilliant it was like a nalli omelet yeah it was like they took marrow out and they put it into eggs and they beat it with a whole range of spices and they cooked it it was such a beautiful omelet yeah, incredible and and i really love marrow yeah, so you know it was perfect for me but the chicken uh, curry kattu is what i remember also it was mm. it was brilliant and and get this i sent uh, you know friend of my uh, one of my friends her mother and her aunt were going to madurai and i said you have to go there and these people are like the kinds who sort of eat at you know really fancy places all over the place and they went down to the amma mess about 5 years ago and i remember her calling me from there and raving about how good the food was and how blown away they were and she had carried a copy of our book and showed it to the owner who was so happy to see his place featured in the book you know they had a great meal there oh and, nice and i thought you were going to say they never spoke to you again <laughs> that not for this reason this was the reason why they spoke to me for another month after that but then they stopped <laughs> i mean you have to go to these places for the food i mean not for the yeah, ambience yeah, right? yeah yeah so it's and like everybody it's, goes there for that because yeah, remember they absolutely. had this whole wall with 
all the celebrities who've been there, all the famous politicians, yeah. uh, Rajnikanth Thalaiwar has been there multiple times. In fact, that was another thing. Like UP, Tamil Nadu is also a place where the provenance of a restaurant is also decided by how many famous actors and politicians go there. Mm. We had a bunch of places. We had that modern uh, restaurant, which is also in, in uh, Madurai. We we sat with the with the gentleman who was the I think second generation owner, and then they had three or four people standing. Man, they just pure vegetarian place. They did two types of thalis, and he said even he and we laughed a lot because we said who are all the famous people? So he said Jawaharlal Nehru, Pandit Jawaharlal Nehru used to come here, and uh, Indira Gandhi used to come here, Rajiv Gandhi. And uh, also notable people, notable personalities like uh, AJP, Abdul Kalam Azad and uh, C.V. Raman, notable personality. <laughs> so, first he named all the politicians and, he said, and also notable personalities. Add-ons. C.V. Yeah. Raman was just notable. But I will say, boys, they are being very uh, humble and, and cutesy. There have been places that we have featured where the first time we went, that time no one maybe knew about the show. It was our first or second schedule. They came in. They said, hot, he can shoot Karlo. They were nice. Everyone has been nice to us, but you know, like regularly. And from the second or third or fourth time we would go by that place and stop, suddenly you'd see posters of Rocky and Muru outside that Rocky and Muru ate here. And then when we would get there, we would be treated like kings. Sir, since you came by, huh? because at that time no one knew the show. By the time last time when everybody knew the show. So other than CV, Raman, Halaiva, Rajiv Gandhi, there was also Rocky and Mayur's photograph in many of these dramas that I went and <laughs> I used to go stand there and as I was standing at the counter paying and guys, we always made it a point to pay. There was that one exception that we spoke about where this guy said, if you don't, if you want to pay me, you can't eat here. Yeah. Uh, the ghee dosa guy. But so I was standing there and at the counter suddenly he had photographs of Sanjay Dutt and this that and I see, he's not familiar. Lagte. And there was Rocky and Mayur standing with that guy. He said, sir, incoming photo laga diya, sir. I said, star, sir, star ka photo hai, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Aray, the photo is nothing. There are, there is a restaurant now when you drive from Kullu to Banali. Yeah. There is a trout restaurant that we went to. The name of the restaurant now is Highway on My Plate, Rocky and Mayur Restaurant. <laughs> and a big photo of board, a hoarding of Mayur and me is put outside over there. Oh, is this <laughs> where you ate the trout with your feet in the river? Yes. And now you made a full proper restaurant out of it with the board outside. This time when we went, we called the guy, we stood next to him and took photographs. He was dying. He was like, they're going to kill me. He's like, sir, I don't know And they're like, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> we were told him, we said, legally you're okay now because there is no entity we could tell. Nobody can do you. You said, we don't want anything. We want to get married when Nikku is married. So that's that's one, but I've seen a whole lot of restaurants. I mean, there are a whole bunch, and I'll be sounding immodest if I start talking about it, but there are a whole bunch of restaurants that have large photos of cutouts of Mayur and me. I mean, from McLeod Gunj to Kanyagumari to uh, to Tamil Nadu to Kerala to Punjab to Haryana, there are places which have big photos of us. Displayed I'm, a, I'm a bit nervous about having my cutouts in Haryana, but... <laughs> but, but we've got to wind up after one more story. And I know we haven't even touched you know, many of the places. And like I said, we'll come back to those. Keep your parting stories ready, even if it is to tease what we will do when we come back to Tamil Nadu. I just want to go over these quick emails because someone has taken the pains to write these and these are really sweet. This is Prabjot again. I'm born and brought up in Babina near Jhansi, though I now live in Sydney, but I'm in Jhansi every year. I'm writing after listening to your Madhya Pradesh episode. Orsha is amazing. Please see attached pics from the beautiful Orsha and some from Babina. There is a beautiful dam on Betwa River and farmhouse in the area. On the side of Bundelkhand, including Jhansi, has quite interesting food. Like other places, chaat, dal, bati, also Bundelkhandi cuisine, 
like meat cooked in khade masale has become quite a thing in the last 10 years also my couplet from jhansi based on experience in neighboring cities towns jhansi gale ki phansi datiya gale ka haar lalitpur na chhodiye jab tak mile udhar love prabjot thanks prabjot thanks for pictures we saw your pictures yeah beautiful beautiful images especially the one of the lady with that uh, the giant threshing machine yeah uh, the last picture that's a and then one of a dam the gorgeous so I picture hope, i hope you're safe and taking care of yourself in australia and i hope when we do get out on the road again and we are back you are in jhansi so when we pass through you can come and hang with us and finally ashok vasudevan writes i'm originally from bangalore and relocated to munich 5 years ago firstly thank you for bringing back my 20s i'm a huge fan of how when i played and i've seen all the episodes and also the retelecast multiple times i'm obsessed over the show and fantasize replacing mayur because i will be a non-veg mayur on it <laughs> I'm also a regular reader of News Laundry and a fan of Abhinandan through that connection. I was pleasantly surprised to know that he is the director of Home. Your life changes when all your favorite people and favorite things like travel and food and news come together. I'm now obsessed with the highway on my podcast. It's the best COVID-19 lockdown gift I could hope for. I have tortured all my friends and family to listen to it. When I listened to the first episode in which you covered my home state and home city, I reminisced. I may have mispronounced this word. I'm sorry. I reminisced. over my growing up years koshis has been my adda and it's one of the few things that has been a constant in the city that has burst beyond it seems did you also go to the airlines hotel if not it's an experience to try next time yeah. my favorite of the podcast series is episode 9 on jammu and kashmir it brought back memories of my 18 day biking expedition of delhi amritsar ludhiana pathan kot jammu shrinagar kargil leh manali chandigarh delhi in wow. 2018 it's been my best trip ever you can read about it on my facebook he sent links bro we will read this for sure yeah. by the way uh, this is from ashok vasudevan he has a suggestion that we should try in karnataka there's an innovative and super tasty version of pani puri created by someone in bangarpet a town in kolar district mm. the speciality of this pani puri is that it is transparent and the filling in the puri is an interesting smashed pea gar- peas gravy it's super tasty spicy and you can eat a lot of it and uh, they have other interesting dishes on the menu like nipat masala three in one and all love you guys want to say bye with a request Please find a way to stream all of Highway and Plate on Netflix, Amazon Prime, any other channel. My best friend, also the Rocky in our relationship, Karthik, who lives in Bangalore, has been taking short videos while watching Home on Amazon Prime India and sharing it with me on WhatsApp. Oh, I feel like killing him, but I'm not so evil. Stay safe, stay healthy, Ashok. Thanks, Ashok. Thank you for the lovely email. Forget getting that on Amazon Prime or Netflix, man. We will get the real deal once we are back on, like no other, and we'll have it all. on all of you hompers who have created a community when we get this back on the road gentlemen inshallah yeah i'm touched yeah really man i mean the the outpouring of love is so great i mean i you know i really didn't uh, didn't expect people to remember the show from from so long i mean it's come back on air after about 3 years again but they're playing the repeats but just really sweet yeah thank you so much man ashok for writing in and i just, just love reading your emails all of you here i have tear in my eye please excuse me i'll just come back Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding, man. But listen, thanks, Ashok. Really appreciate it, man. Keep writing the mails, guys. If you're listening to this, send in your mails. We love reading them. Hmm. It's really humbling, actually, to uh, you know read these emails. And I mean, the the outpouring of love and affection that you guys have in the emails. It's 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 so humbling. Yeah. I mean, we really, when we were making that show, I don't think so. Any of us had an idea that it would outlast. 
you know more than the season that we were shooting yeah i don't i don't think we had any ideas at all we didn't have any ideas it was just out for a lark but i think that integrity that spontaneity shows through that show and which is why it still stays with people you know i i'll, I'll answer why why i think it's important and I'll, this is also my closing bit niku so don't worry give me a minute i i think it's you know it's it's so important that when somebody comes to your city or comes to visit you from let's say another country or from an area which is he's really not familiar with your city or state and you realize and you just you decide what kind of places you want to take him to eat really good food take him to a place that represents your culture and that's i think what highway on my plate did for the first time in the history of india we represented people's food culture sincerely we went down to the places that were popular with the common man that were popular with the mainstream that really represented the culture and the and and the sort of history of of each place and we went and we tried the places where people don't really go you know people who spend their times in fancy restaurants and five star hotels and all and there's nothing wrong with that but these people don't go to these places so so this is i think the biggest contribution of highway on my plate is that it brought the real food of india into the mainstream and made indians realize there was such a huge wealth and treasure of food available within the country that you don't really have to go out anywhere for the rest of your life even if you keep traveling to different states of india and keep trying the food you can spend a lifetime and not even get close to finishing it and for me i mean even for even for myself and i speak for mayur as well on this one for both of us it was Yo. such a revelation in english mein bol raha hu yaar bol le dena ha ha karte raha kar bas it was such a revelation to just sort of experience and 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 uh, you know sort of get acquainted to food that one has never seen or heard of before and we loved it and i think that's the reason why you guys like it too because it was just such incredible food and you know such good looking guys presenting it that, that's it now two things uh, number one uh, uh, um, we sort of uh, forgot that mother uh, we'd had a chat and then at modern restaurant this gentleman told us that in the olden days it was uh, madurai's name was tunganagaram the city that never sleeps so long before new york and hong kong and singapore and all madurai was tunganagaram the city that never sleeps and uh, uh, the breakfast we had there i've written the name here because i acha you've gone into the meal you're not reacting to the mail yet no i haven't what, what mail which mail who are you madam <laughs> no but no okay we'll so to complete that thought please go ahead he's he's always reacted to females better than males yes anyway. yeah, carry on mayo it was the hotel sri sabaris very simple looking place outside they had that guy with the big muchi who was doing that frothy coffee really delicious frothy coffee and inside we had that giant rocket dosa which looked like a mexican sombrero with a little with a little bit of the crisp put on top and we had those bay idlis and uh, i mean if there was any place there that matched a murugan idli breakfast i think that sri sabri is 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 right up there the coffee was, was fantastic that food and the coffee was oh food drive just down from our hotel like Correct. just a little walk from Correct. the hotel so so before i go back each of you will please give me one experience from all our trips to tamil nadu uh, just want to react to that mail a a man thank you so much we will get out there we'll make this show again but what rocky was talking about i was never an enthusiastic flyer ever in my life Also I wasn't really excited about this show because of food because as you may have figured those of you listening to it by now I I don't really care much about food but I love driving and I love driving with friends so road trips are my favorite and the many shows that we've done together has been the ultimate road trip we have been to every place in this beautiful country on the road and just the number of photographs we have of just roads 
you know i was going through that library of stuff we have like some 5000 pictures each time i say that let's get pictures for the bloody newsletter there are bloody hundreds of pictures i say kya dale kya na dale yaar so and there's so many of us just sleeping mayur pada hua hai piche rocky pada hua hai piche main pada hua hu aage there's such amazing so i will not miss flying even post covid world the first thing that happens when this goes off i'm not getting on a flight and going to france or anywhere else i'm fucking getting on my car taking the kids or my friends and heading to the hills yeah because there's nothing like a road trip with friends it's the most beautiful thing and not just from what you see i mean you learn so much about people about places about cultures about just just the natural beauty and man made beauty you get to discover yourself also yeah it's i think it's a road trips are beautiful so yeah that's my piece so guys uh, tell us about uh, and again we've missed a lot of stuff on tamil nadu we will come back to tamil nadu like we will to many other places but right now we have to leave you with one story each boys can i just add to this one bit niku because i think that's a very important point you made rocky has also spoken about this multiple times that as soon as the lockdowns over he's going to get into his car and uh, drive east till he gets to kolkata and i suspect a lot of people are going to be uh, doing this they're going to want to drive anyways people are going to be nervous and i i think we're going to see a, a lot of road journeys so um we we should think of something to to harness the power like like with this community what we're doing where yeah. we're talking about how we want you know people to share our journeys and stuff we should either start a photo contest or, or yeah, maybe we should do a road trip or, yeah that's actually a good idea yeah, yeah because a lot of people are going to want to uh, want to do that and uh, i think this is a great opportunity uh, maybe people can go and take a photograph of themselves at one of the places we shot at Uh, yeah. And then and send it to us. So I don't I don't know what form it will take, but let's let's evolve this yeah. uh, conversation. I think that's a good idea. So let's start with you, Rocky. Tell us your Tamil Nadu story, food, travel, or any other related before we head out. There's there's always something that sticks out in your head when you think of a particular state. And for me, I think Tamil Nadu is sort of best described by the evenings of Tamil Nadu. Again, I'm going to say this. You know, I just love it. There is. you know there's there's something there's a joy about the people of tamil nadu i mean they love music they love their movies they love their food they love their drink they're just happy positive good people most of them uh, and every place has its share of idiots so i'm not talking about those i'm just talking about the really good solid people here and we never talk about ourselves that much anyway that's the point <laughs> but when you're standing out on the street you know just to see this sort of excitement there's a buzz always there's an energy always in tamil nadu and and what i love is that in the evening all these ladies put those flowers in in their hair the jasmine and all the beautiful smelling flowers and as they walk past you get that smell yeah and it's it's just so nice you know it just sort of that's that's tamil nadu for me i mean if i had to close my eyes and think of a moment in tough time where i was in in tamil nadu it would just be you know with a whole bunch of happy smiling people music the smell of flowers in the air you know some great food and some wonderful memories here so thank you tamil nadu you you are one of the states that i really like here and and the ones who i don't like i've been saying it you know people have been accosting me on this on, on all over social media and threatening me but tamil nadu i really like so i'm i'm very happy that we got to chat about tamil nadu and i hope we complete it i mean we need another chat it's not over yeah. yet prashant no it's not over yet i mean tamil nadu the one thing that really sticks out in my head is like just the passion people have here when they speak to you they look you in the eye you know they 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 talk passionately about their food or whatever you ask them about you know they're passionate about their food about their actors about their politics even about war i mean like you know most bloody north indians think that they are the best fighters in the world the bloody puddus in front of 
you know the tamil fighter the tamil guy comes in front of you run dude you know, I mean, like they can they they will hack you down like nobody's business and they're yeah. just they just go into it 100% yeah tankans no found out about that for a long time absolutely man i total respect for the tamil there total yeah. respect You're just saying that because the police beat you in Chennai. That's it. No, <laughs> not at all. No, so you have anything more? Yeah, I. Every time I've gone there, what I my fav, one of my favorite bits is always that drive down the East Coast Road here to get from uh, Chennai to Pondicherry. You know, and then you you pass the. That's a lovely Mah- road. It is, man. It's yeah, been a lovely road for a while. Mahabalipuram or what is it? Mahabalipuram. The, the, the buried temples. I remember the first time we stopped. Just that road. It's it's yeah. that feeling of tranquility. And in fact, it's changed so much in the last ten twelve years. I remember the first time we drove down the road. It was. I mean, you drove a little bit outside of Chennai, and then it was quiet, yeah. desolate stretches. Now you have to drive for an hour before you can even get an empty patch of road. Just like in fact, it's hardly an empty patch. I mean, you're just going yeah. from one city to the other through like. Suburbs. There's no empty patches. But guys, we haven't really done justice to many parts of Tamil Nadu. In fact, Chetty Nadu is one of my favorite shoots. I love the food there and the stunning havelis and all, man, of Chetty Nadu with those huge timber and stuff. We'll come back to all of that. Yeah, yeah. We promise. But I would like to mention the Tirunal Valley halwa. There wasn't much in our research about Tirunal Valley, but when I went out, I said I can't go back home and show my face to my mother, saying that I did a Tamil Nadu drive schedule. I did not go to her hometown, so we went to Tirunal Valley, and as luck would have it, we were told there is a very famous halwa there, which is sold over here. And we saw the line starts forming even before the shop opens, yeah. and finally we did get to try that halwa, so I could come back and show my face to my family, saying, "All ye extended family members, I have been back home. I have tasted our halwa from our hometown." So that was very sad. You, you do remember that the guy selling that and the f- family that made that was from Rajasthan, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, when your family must have given you blank look. <laughs> they must be like, what halwa? I don't remember any halwa. What halwa? But uh, guys, before we give you the food court, just want to remind you: thank you for your support, thank you for your love and your emails. Do mail homp two zero two zero at gmail dot com with your food stories, your experiences. Become a part of this community that will make the highway home again when this lockdown lifts. Until it's there and you can't get to the highway, we will bring the highway to you. So do support us. Give us a high ranking on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, or write a favorable review. On that note, gentlemen, can I go first on the food court? Go for it. Tamil Nadu will be special not just because it's my motherland, but it has Chetty Nadu spices, Pichidambaram, and an awesome Haveli. Mum, I did our motherland proud and did not come back without halwa from Tirunelveli. Wow, 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 wow! Very good, very good. Well, whether it's from the mighty rocks of Dindigul or the beautiful architecture of Chetty Nadu. When you get down and eat the food, you will completely be blown away by Tamil Nadu. Idli's, dosas, crabs, quails—the memories go on and on, or not, depending on the mushrooms. <laughs> We're not done with Tamil Nadu, but for now, we bid you adieu with chocolates and champignons. <laughs> That's mushrooms in English. That's oh. mushrooms. In- <laughs> ये तो ये ये इसने पोइटिक लाइसेंस एक्सपायर हो चुका है तेरा मयूर तेरे को चलान होना चाहिए चलान द पुलिस शुड चलान यू फॉर पोइटिक लाइसेंस यार चॉकलेट एंड शॉपिंग ऑन ऑन एंड ऑन मैचिंग भी है राइमिंग भी है 
I think from next time, Mayur, you will not do the food court. I'll step in. <laughs> Because if that is a food court, then I can do it. हिमाचल प्रदेश This lockdown has impacted a lot of those less fortunate than us, really, really severely and badly. Whatever town or city you live in, do try to contribute and help with whatever local organizations, collectives, or NGOs are working to feed those stranded laborers or migrants who are stuck there. We have put together a story on newslearning.com. It's called "Helping Hand: How NGOs Are Trying to Ease the Suffering Caused by the Coronavirus Lockdown." We have listed NGOs in Delhi, Gurgaon, Jaipur, Bombay. um which are the other cities and we are going to keep adding to this akshay patra foundation is working in many parts as well so you can check out that story and whichever city you're in if you can contribute to any of these organizations working there it will be great because no one should starve to death especially when so many of us in our country can help it on that note gentlemen shall we say goodbye to come back with himachal absolutely yes okay good night ah good night goodbye okay hari sir if you are listening hari sir i am still not married hari sir i shall be back and we shall drive again and we will find a nice boy this time from tamil nadu for diko all right guys good night good chatting to you as always bye good night all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel